Good morning. Welcome to Conversations with Cassie, and I'm your host, Cassie. So I'm doing some research on the next article on the blog, which will be about Denisovians, one of our other great-great-great-great-great-grandparents, that is a rather interesting addition and has provided some unique abilities to some of the more, I don't know that blessed might be the right word, let's say gifted, some of their more gifted descendants, especially those who reside permanently in the Himalayas and could not do so without the gifts left to them in the DNA by their Denisovian grandparents. But of our ancient ancestors, I have always had a soft spot for our Neanderthal grandparents. They have gotten such an incredibly bum rap in history. Antiquarians equated Neanderthal to these horrific, ugly, knuckle-dragging, club-wielding, grunting, groaning barbarians, incapable of speech, intelligence, culture, in short, about as inhuman as they can make them out to be without totally denying them. As a matter of fact, they akin them to some distant black sheep cousin and not to our direct ancestry. As we know now, they got it wrong on all levels. Neanderthals are part of our direct ancestry. They are grandparents, not some long-distant cousin via marriage to some black sheep uncle that no one wants to admit. Instead, they very much are part of who we are today. Secondly, they very much were intelligent, as seen by certain cave art attributed to them, certain tools attributed to them, and even certain structures that could possibly be attributed to them. We also know that they were cultured. They lived in groups, and they cared for members of the group. There are burials from Neanderthal in northern Iran, Iraq area, and these burials are some of the most beautiful and amazing burials of any peoples, creatures, species, that are remotely classified as humans. They included great care in laying their deceased out. They adorned the deceased with orchard, as well as leaving flowers and other gifts with the deceased. One of the truly most humane finds with these burials is an older member of the group who was deformed and had been deformed possibly since birth but certainly for many years prior to his death yet he was cared for and he would have had to have been cared for on a daily basis by those around him how much more humane can we be than to lovingly care for those of us in our group that cannot care for themselves thus neanderthal exhibits more humanness than most of us today do. Maybe that's why Neanderthal's gotten such a bum rap in the past. Neanderthal holds a standard higher than most of us can reach today. Maybe we should strive to be more like our Neanderthal ancestors and less like our Cro-Magnon ancestors. As far as intelligence goes, it's pretty common knowledge that Neanderthal had a larger brain capacity than we do. There have still been theories or objections to allowing Neanderthal to have been an intelligent species. Again, I think this is erroneous. Neanderthal managed to live in one of the most hostile environments 
in the world during his day, and he did so successfully. Neanderthal is not bound in, quote, the cradle of humanity or Africa. We have no proof of exactly where Neanderthal originated. Theories and hypothesis is that obviously he had to descend from some earlier African species that migrated out of Africa and just never returned. Maybe, or maybe not, because I'm not sold on the whole everything started in Africa and all of us came out of Africa. A matter of fact, as I stated, all modern sub-Saharan peoples of Africa that have not intermixed with outsiders have absolutely zilch Neanderthal DNA in their system. Zilch, nada, zero, purely absent. Yet you go outside of Sub-Sahara Africa and we all have it to a lesser or greater degree. Granted, it's not much, three to five percent, but still, it's there. And when you think about facts that most scientists, anthropologists, archaeologists believe that at the most recent, Neanderthal became extinct 30,000 years ago. That's a lot of DNA to still have left in our system without having it reintroduced in any quantity since then. Most people assume that Cro-Magnon swept up into Europe and basically slaughtered Neanderthal, whether he did it through the use of force and violence and committing genocide, or whether, and this is what most will have you believe, he was just so much more successful at ruling the land he moved into and consuming excessive natural resources that basically starved out Neanderthal and possibly now other species of our grandparents. Doesn't make us, or shouldn't make us, very proud to be descendants of Cro-Magnon. And it shows that it pretty much is in our DNA, if these hypotheses are true, of the violence and malice and aggression that we show today. Maybe we really should try to be more like our Neanderthal grandparents and even what I think we'll come to find about our Denisovian grandparents. And there's a few unknown grandparents in there too that we haven't quite figured out who they are or where they're from. Most notably, South Pacific Islanders have an unknown DNA contributor. And I think when we find out who that unknown contributor is, we'll find a little more intelligence and a little more culture and, dare I say, a little more humanness than we can attribute to our Cro-Magnon. I think it is these small doses of DNA in our system from these grandparents that we basically don't even acknowledge that give us the greatest amount of our humanity. There's a theory, and it's backed up. As I stated, Neanderthal existed for thousands and thousands of years in basically one of the harshest areas in the world, and he survived successfully and did it for thousands and thousands of years. That in and of itself shows that Neanderthal was resourceful, adaptable, probably as proactive as he was reactive. He also knew the world around him, knew it well, well enough that he could survive the uncertainty of existing in such harsh climates with such uncertainty being part of his daily life. That takes intelligence. That's not something a knuckle-dragging, club-wielding brute of a barbarian can accomplish. Brute strength will only get you so far, and only for so long, neither of which is thousands and thousands of years of existence in a harsh climate. I think we need to look at our ancestors with open eyes, accept 
all of our ancestors. They're good and they're bad, but I think we really truly need to accept that some of the best parts came from some of our least known ancestors. And in the future, I will be doing my best to try to get you a little better introduced to those lesser known ancestors, if you aren't already, or give you maybe a deeper understanding if you have been introduced but haven't gotten to spend any time with them. They're really interesting, fascinating, wonderful groups of people that we really should finally show the respect, the honor, and the memory that they deserve for being such important contributors, even if it is minor now in shaping who and what we have become today. In the meantime, keep your curiosity dusted off, ask those thought-provoking questions, challenge the status quo, and rise to greater heights. Until then, and until next time, this is Cassie. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day.